Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Are you ready to manifest incredible love? Not just love, but healthy, meaningful, aligned love. Hi, I'm Alia Lovely, the host of Chart Topping Podcast, Spiritual Shit. And I'm Shirin Eskandani, coach and founder of Wholehearted Coaching. We've both manifested amazing partnerships and want to show you how to do that in your own life by unlocking your energy and mindset. So we've created Manifest Them, the online course to call in your soulmate. With over six hours of content, worksheets, bonus meditations, and breathwork exercises, this course will show you exactly how to shift your beliefs and frequency to manifest your equal and capable partner. This course will not only teach you how to call on your soulmate, but also how to nurture a loving, healthy relationship. If you're interested in finding love or finding out more about how to manifest, head over to manifestthem.com. Open the door, love, and step into the partnership you've always desired. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Talia Lovely, and we're back, guys. It's been a while, and I've missed you. I've been on mat leave, for those of you who may not know, and um, it feels good to be back, although I will say my, my brain feels a bit scattered, um, trying to sit down and figure out, like, okay, how do you go on... I was going to say go on vacation. That was not a vacation. <laughs> How do you take time away and then come back um, in in a consistent way? And I, I don't think that there is a way to do that. So we're going to wing it today. Um, I'm coming back today not because I feel pressured or um, that I, I'm not taking enough time off or anything like that. Uh, I realized in the break that this is a bit of my online journal and me sitting here and processing a lot of things I'm going through actually very cathartically helps me uh, express and sort out what it is that I'm learning. And those of you guys who listen to the show have always known that I always come from a perspective of this is what I'm learning right now. So I'm not a guru. Um, I am a teacher but it's uh, mostly from my own experiences and what I gather from spirit, the universe, and so on. So what um, I'm feeling today is, uh, you know, just this kind of sense of uh, void and pressure. And you know the phrase where everybody talks about, you know, like, oh, you're filling the void and um, don't fill the void. And, you know, like it, it's always talked about in a really negative way. 
And I've been thinking about that as a, as a concept. What does it mean to fill the void? And why does no one ever ask, why is there a void? And or what is the void? And so I did some searching within myself. And I was like, okay, um, currently I feel this sense of pressure. I need to do something. Something must be done. (laughs) Something needs to be finished. Something needs to be created. Um, There's lots of projects and things that I want to do and ways in which I would like to express myself. And there's this pressure um, internally, not necessarily externally, internally of feeling like I need to get those things done. I need to make that thing happen. And I started asking myself, okay, well, what is, what is, what does that look like? What does that mean? And I started thinking about the void as a place where I have come to after a space of growth. So while most people look at the void as a place that you go, if you are backsliding, we'll use that word, (laughs) um, because you can't feel content and can't feel whole because you're trying to fill a hole, play on words, um, you know, I, I, I wonder if there's a void because you've grown in some way or transitioned in some way, somewhere new. And when we've transitioned somewhere new, then, you know, we have like a new canvas that we're using and that new canvas is blank. So there's a natural need to want to fill it. And we have to ask ourselves, are we filling it with something that makes our canvas complete? Or are we filling it with things that we look at and will never hang on our wall? So I kind of spent (laughs) some time thinking about that because in this moment right now, I feel like there is a void. I'm missing something. And part of me thinks or had thought that I was missing something from my past. So, for instance, I don't feel as spiritual as I did six months ago. I haven't been meditating. Um, I have been having a shit ton of spiritual experiences in my house. There's definitely some energy here trying to get my attention. Um... I'll talk about that later. Um, But I haven't felt as connected. And there was a part of me trying to guilt myself about that. I just don't feel the same. And can you hear my baby crying in the background? (laughs) How do I keep a line of thought? (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. Um, You know, so there's this, there's this feeling of like, how can I, what is it that I'm missing? What is it that um, I have? or need to get back. So a a part of me started to think about, okay, well, is it something that I'm doing? Is it the way that I'm feeling? What's missing? And instead of berating myself and saying, I should go back and do the things that I used to do, I said, can I honor this space where I feel like there is a hole to fill? What does it look like to honor this space right now? What does it look like to be in a place where I can say, this is actually an opportunity and this is not something that I need to fix at the moment. 
if something feels like it's missing, then maybe I have grown and there's something new to expand on instead of feeling like I don't feel whole. And yeah, I, I, I don't know. So that spin of um, perspective led me to a place that says, okay, well, if I'm here to expand and I'm here to, um, you know, rediscover new levels of myself and, and have higher perspective and lean into my higher self and learn more about what it is that I have to offer my purpose here on this earth. What I've found for myself is that this level of transition that I've gone to has actually brought me closer to earth. So where before I was in my spirituality and I was up in the clouds and I'm looking at my third eye and my psychic visions and my, and feeling really cool about that because those things feel amazing. Don't get me wrong, but they may be the beginning or closer to the beginning sides of self-discovery in this, what we would call awakening. And I almost want to find a new phrase for awakening because it's just so fucking trendy. Um, It's like the, the, the new veil, essentially, that you're, you know, ripping away. And I thought, okay, hmm, well, if that's the case, then this transition into this new place and this hole that I feel this thing that is missing is, is in a lot of ways making me um, turn back to myself, root back in myself, bringing me closer to earth. The things that I'm dealing with at the moment have so much to do with being in the body, feeling into my body, feeling into um, the very practical, material uh, physical world. And I miss the other crazy, weird stuff that used to happen, you know? Um, not that it's not still happening. It's just happening in a very different capacity. And right now my, it's almost like I gaslight myself and say, oh, I'm not as spiritual or I'm not having spiritual experiences because I've been spending so much time in my body of it having uh, a very human experience through my pregnancy. Um, uh, those of you guys who are on my Patreon have heard my birth story. Those of you who would like to hear my birth story, go ahead and go to my Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash the lovely Aaliyah, uh, to see my birth story because it was, it was hella traumatic and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna retell the story here. Um, it was the probably um, one of the worst experiences in my life. And to have that experience, I felt, I felt like it, it, it was like this feeling of like, it wasn't fair. It felt like it wasn't fair. And I was dealing with a lot of trauma and I couldn't use my spirituality to get me out of it. It didn't work. I couldn't meditate myself out of this trauma I couldn't, you know, talk to my guides and be like, oh, this was meant to be, or this was the, uh, I didn't, I didn't have that experience. What I had was, is debilitating, uh, discourse, discord, discourse, um, with myself and the separation from my body, my separation from my soul and this experience where I, I was very, 
felt very close to like I was, I was going to lose my life. So I didn't feel connected anymore. And sorry to be vague <laughs> for those of you guys who don't know what happened. Um, I promise you, this is not me trying to be dramatic. I just, the experience was so, uh, crazy and short. I had an emergency C-section after, um, pushing for quite some time, like three days, um, not pushing for three days, but in labor for three days. And then, um, my blood pressure dropped extremely low and I lost a ton of blood and passed out. So, um, lots of thoughts of feeling like I wasn't going to meet my daughter. In the meantime, leading up to that, uh, I'd had so much, uh, fear around postpartum hemorrhage, postpartum hemorrhage, um, because I felt like I'd experienced that before in a, in another life and trying to connect to these experiences was super, super, um, scary for me because it was like, I already knew what was going to happen. And then I felt really bad because I was like, did I manifest this experience? I had all this fear. I had all this worry. I had all this scary, you know, leading up to that point. And, and then it happened to a T the way I spelled it out, the way I said it was going to happen, not said it was going to happen, but like feared it was going to happen. So uh, out of all the manifestation stuff that I talk about, I thought I did this to myself, which made me feel angry and upset and guilty and shameful. Like this was my fault. I had this terrible experience because I, I manifested this and spirit came back and was like, oh, no, um, you predicted it. You knew, uh, you'd experienced something like this before you knew this was coming. So you were preparing yourself and I'm still on the fence of what that looks like. Um, if, if it was manifested or if it, I had predicted it, but either way it created this void and it created this, this space where I felt so alone. Excuse me. Um, and I felt like almost um, abandoned by the safety I had found in my spirituality the comfort I had found, the knowing I had, and put me in this place where it was like I started all over. And starting over sucks. <laughs> you know, like you guys know, like starting over sucks. When it feels like you work for something super hard, it's like, ugh, you know, it's going back to the beginning of the game. But it's not. It's like you leveled up. You know, think of Mario Brothers. You didn't go back to level one. You're starting at a new level. You passed the other level. It may not have felt that way, but you had to go through a tunnel to get there. Sorry, I love the Mario Brothers analogy. <laughs> the green tunnel. Um, and now you're at a new one, at a new level. And you don't know this level and you don't know, um, what it entails and, uh, what obstacles may be in the way, who you'll meet along the way, 
And so I feel like in uh, my transition of uh, into motherhood, very, very much put me in a space where uh, I had to start over on a new level. And it made me feel like I went backwards. And I, you know, and that's that may be how you feel, you know, like that may be how you feel when shit's going down and you're like, oh, I, I'm, I'm not where I thought I should be, or I'm not where I was or, or I want to be. And I'm thinking maybe that's a load of shit (laughs) because the new place I've found myself in has begged me to reevaluate everything I believe to get out of my comfort zone, get out of the comfort lane where I was sure about things and ask me to take a deeper look, a deeper um, magnifying glass to, to those thoughts, beliefs, mentalities, and so on. And can I hold a flame to it? Do things need to be reassessed, more developed, And can I give myself grace through that process? If you've ever been through something hard and find that found that your, your beliefs have changed after you've been through the thing that's been hard, you know, I, maybe it's for a reason, you know, to reevaluate where you're at. So that way, when you find yourself in the void and you find yourself alone, or when you find yourself when everything's been reset and it's blank, not knowing where to go. You create new pathways. You create new mentalities. You expand. And I always say um, healing isn't linear. It's it's, uh, cyclical. So you may come back to the same thing and transform it in a completely different way the next way around. Whatever it is you're trying to heal or get through or transform through. So here I am in this void. And feeling this pressure to figure it out, figure it out. I said the other day, I was talking to my partner because we had, we take uh, days on, days off um, with the baby so we can work and do our, our stuff. And um, I was telling him, I was like, I have such a hard time doing my work or creative things on my days, quote unquote, off, but my work days off from the baby. Because I don't, I don't feel like doing anything. She occupies all of my mind. And in some ways, it, it makes me feel bad. Because I'm like, I want to be creative. I want to do things. I, wanna, I miss my old self. I hear myself saying that a lot. I miss my old self. Pre-COVID and pre-motherhood. I, I miss getting dressed up and going out and... um you know, painting and which I can still do. I just ordered a gang of art supplies because I was like, I'm going to get that back. I'm going to do that again. Um, But I I miss these parts of myself and I'm finding that in the new things that I'm I'm wanting to create, I I feel this sense of like a a block almost. And there's a pressure, like I got to get it done. I got to get it done. I got to make sure I have it. I got to, you know, and then not have the concentration, to not have the creativity, to not have the motivation to want to actually do it. And to sit there and then feel like, oh, I'm not being productive. 
and I'm sitting in the void berating myself because I'm not being productive. Shit. I just went through like a massive surgery, had a baby, huge life transition, gave myself what, two months off, barely. When I think for a lot of people, I've heard um, some of my friends, say it took them two years to kind of get back to where they felt like themselves. And I'm trying to give myself two months, like, come on, Alia, like, chill the fuck out. But this expectation that I have, that we have for ourselves, after we've gone through something hard, after we've gone through growth, after we've gone through transition, to fill the void now, urgently, and for us to then feel bad that we have a void in the first place. It's malarkey. <laughs> I've never used that word. Did I pull it off? Did, was I convincing? <laughs> um, it's bullshit, right? Where we're trying to push ourselves into this place where we feel familiar again and we feel like we have it figured out. And we feel spiritual and we feel that we know it and, you know, we're on the right path. We're on the right track. What if there is no wrong path? Like, what if I gave myself time to actually rest and I wasn't putting myself uh, in, under this pressure? Obviously, there's financial pressure, right? <laughs> you have to work. Um, but what if I was putting myself under this pressure to become this person so fast? The void is there for a reason, right? And, you know, don't let anybody tell you, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how they would say it, but essentially, like, get anybody talking about a void, it gets a super bad rap. Like, it's always talked about, like, the thing that you're doing to to cope with your circumstances at the moment or your growth at the moment is a bad thing because you inherently should be whole, Right? And we are, but that doesn't mean that externally we don't start new canvases. We don't start new projects. We don't start, you know, new levels of expansion. So there may be a void. The void doesn't necessarily have to be within us. It could just exist around us. I think that, you know, when we think of the void, we think of like addictive behaviors, and that may be true, you know, like when something's missing and we're not acknowledging what we feel is missing, we're not acknowledging our feelings and not acknowledging our pain, you better believe that there is a, that where, where it comes from, I guess, is the toxic void. I guess there should be a distinction. And the toxic void is what we fill um, the hole with when we're unable to identify what is it that we feel like we're missing or trying to grow through? Now, I consider myself a very self-aware person. So I see where my addictive behaviors come into play. I've been at home goods like it's my job. <laughs> um, and I give myself a pass on that because we are in a new house and I'm still decorating the home. And I have a love for interior design. And so I have started a new Instagram called Living with Lovely, if you want to follow it and check that out, where I do personal life and style. <laughs> Another side of me that I wanted back, that I wanted to be able to do creative stuff with. So anyway, 
um, you know, I'm going into home goods looking to fill my home and the void of my home of the things that I want to put on the walls and so on. But I noticed that this is something I was doing when I felt like I, I needed to do something to feel productive, but didn't have enough creativity to sit down and do one of my projects to build my course. Cause that, that takes a gang of energy that I don't have at the moment. We are not sleeping through the nights right now. So, um, and I, even this morning I got up and said, I'm going to, you know, video one of my course modules today. And like, we're just going to get that started. And, you know, last night Veda didn't sleep very well. So I woke up and I'm tired. I'm super tired. And part of me felt guilty for not like committing to what I said I was going to do instead of giving myself grace through that process. But I'm not going to run to home goods to, to, to fill it at the moment. I noticed that my spending habits were kind of ramping up because I couldn't leave the house. So I was online looking for stuff to buy uh, for our wedding or for the home or, or for, for her or, or whatever. And while I was aware of it, I, I recognized, okay, this is what they would call, consider the toxic void. I'm in this transition of growth and I have this blank canvas and all of the things that, not all, but some of the behaviors that I'm, I'm participating in aren't necessarily devoted to um, me actually filling that canvas with art that <clears throat> I would use, uh, that I would find beautiful for my finished project for this level. Sorry, that's that was a lot of analogies wrapped in one. <laughs> um, trying to get back into the 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 swing of things, guys. Um, so it just, you know, to give myself a break, give yourself a break. When you find that you are in this place of void, instead of necessarily turning to you know just stuff that you could be doing to quote unquote fill the void, ask yourself why there's a void in the first place. Am I going through something really hard right now? Am I, how can I honor the void that I feel in this moment? How can I honor uh, what's happening to me? How can I honor myself and my rest in this moment and, and my growth? How can I honor uh, how I'm growing instead of feeling like I'm going backwards? Because oftentimes when we do find ourselves in that void position, we think that we have lost something. And I mentioned that on one of my Instagram posts where I said, I feel like I, I'm, I'm surprised with how much I feel like I lost. And when in fact, I'm starting to learn, I've gained an incredible amount. I just don't know what to do with it yet. It doesn't look familiar to me. It looks like a big old blank canvas and I'm such in a hurry to fill it up because I'm uncomfortable with it being blank. And this is the type of discomfort that breeds incredible creativity. This is what the type of, of discomfort that breeds, uh, I would say, a second level of awakening. It, it breeds newness. New eyes. Something more beautiful than you did last time. So the void is not the enemy. There is no enemy here per se, except us believing that this new place that we find ourselves in is the enemy, right? 
sometimes we get to a new place, a new level, and we're like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I want to go back to what felt easy and comfortable or what I worked so hard for. I don't want to start over. And we're under the illusion that that we've we're starting over, that we lost something. But I don't know, maybe hopefully it's helpful to you as it was to me to start viewing the void in a different way. This is a new beginning. This is a new start, a new lease on life, a new way to look at things, a new way to paint, a new masterpiece I'm getting ready to create. So no one looks at blank canvas and goes, this is missing something. Well, well, clearly it doesn't have any paint on it yet, but we don't berate the canvas for the artist not starting their masterpiece yet. Right? I feel like that was very poignant for me. <laughs> um, particularly because I am going to start painting again and I'm excited about it. Um, I needed something to do with my hands to feel, uh, very grounded in my creation process to get more connected to my sacral chakra and what it is I'd like to create. Um, in my card readings, I always tell people when we talk about the sacral chakra, um, you know, like this is about your, you know, creativity and, and not necessarily in arts and crafts, but in creation and how you create, what you create. And I, I needed something to be able to create with my, my hands moving forward. But yeah, that's what I, that's what I have for today about the void. Um, on a side note though, I do want to tell you what's been going on in my house since I've had the baby actually. So before I, um, about eight months pregnant, nine months, um, we started seeing some activity happen in our house. My, um, maybe I told the story already, but there's a, there is a large, uh, astronomy, um, canvas that sits behind my desk. Uh, it looks like a, space globe or something. Anyway, um, the day that we hit, uh, 1 million views on the podcast that fell off of my wall and hit, I have a sign right behind me. That's a spiritual shit podcast hit that and knocked it on the floor. And I was like, Holy shit. Because there was all this other stuff on behind my desk that didn't get knocked over that should have gotten knocked over, but it was just that. And, um, I chose at first I was like, Oh no, someone doesn't want my podcast to do well. <laughs> And I was like, no, that's just getting the attention. So someone is like excited for me, right? Um, it's probably my grandma, you know, like I'm, I'm making all these inferences here, right? Um, the lights start flickering on and off a ton. And um, I saw my phone, me and my partner saw my phone move uh, in front of our eyes, just, you know, over. And I'm like, okay, there's, there's something here. Someone is around. I don't feel like it's malevolent in any way. Um, it seems playful almost like a, kind of like a kid. Um, so anyway, since, since she's been born, um, one, I see these incredibly large bursts of violet and, um, bright light, uh, around her like orbs. Um, and they, they look like small little fireworks. If I were to explain it like a, you know, poof of light, I see them every day and I'm thinking, okay, well, she's very well protected. Um, either, you know, some archangels are around her or some ancestors or something They're they're right there. Um, or she's creating that. I'm not sure. And then, um, a, a, like a week ago I was, um, on the night shift and I was sleeping on the couch, uh, while she was in the next room and I could hear what sounded like, 
um, my, my stepson's feet uh, running down the hallway. He's five. So that give you an idea of what it sounded like, like pitter patter, you know, running all the way down the hallway. Now we didn't have them that day. Uh, they were over at their mom's house. And so I woke up thinking like, who is running through the hallway? And knowing that that wasn't my partner, cause he couldn't walk like that if he tried. Um, and, and thinking like, okay, someone is here. So part of me felt really scared <laughs> and trying to talk myself out of it. And part of me was like, okay, this is, this is some of this activity ramping up again. Like I haven't had a lot of, uh, uh, stuff like that happen recently. And since, um, Veda is not shut off and she's completely open as a baby, uh, you know, then it, she would be more likely to attract spirits and things, uh, around her. Um, then the hallway that I heard the pitter patter down the hall, like was where she was sleeping. So immediately I started thinking about like, okay, I need to make sure that I have protection around her, um, praying protection around her that we're saging regularly, um, that we're praying and making good boundaries, um, you know, for, for spirits that are, that are, if, if they are malevolent in any way or like low vibrational, that they're not welcome. Um, one of my dear friends, Courtney Beck, uh, who is an incredible medium. Um, she's, she's a good channel, amazing, amazing channeler. Uh, check her out if you can. Uh, she sent us uh, some Indonesian Amber and that was like, it's a very high protective for uh, children who are intuitive and psychic. So I put that in her bed and anyway, trying to do what I can, but I'm starting to see all this, uh, interesting activity start to happen around her and, um, and how people respond to her even in her energy. So this will be a very interesting new chapter for me, uh, uh, as a parent trying to raise what I believe is an intuitive, um, very empathic child and, and seeing kind of what, what we create together as a new masterpiece, because now I'm no longer just, uh, observing my own experiences and spirituality. I'm observing hers and, um, something really interesting. She, when we're in our, my office, I have two pictures of my grandparents that I sit over, um, by some crystals and that's like kind of my altar for them. Um, when she comes in here, she always stares right at that spot. And I find it so bizarre. And, um, you know, my partner was like, oh, it's cause there's contrast. She's looking at the bookshelf. I'm like, look where she's looking. It's right at the photos. Um, so it's, I feel like any year I'm going to have a book <laughs> about the empathic child. Um, but anyway, so in this process of, of, of discovering this new place, this new space for myself, um, finding this blank canvas, this void and this urgency and pressure that I feel to fill it. It's, it's like, Aaliyah, just take your time. Enjoy where you're at right now. If you can let yourself be present through the process and, and go through the process. Same for yourself. If you're finding you're in this space where feel, something feels like it's missing and you're doing all the things, especially those of you who are, who have like dove headfirst into spirituality and you're, you're trying to find all the things and do all the things and immerse yourself in all the novelty that it is. Don't feel bad if you become, if you come to a place where you have been, uh, leveled into a more earthly perspective. If you're more human <laughs> in the things that you're doing and don't dismiss 
don't dismiss those experiences because I believe the human experience is the spiritual experience. We, I believe, have come here to experience human life. And through our humanity, that is where we discover the most about our souls and about ourselves. And I think it's a really beautiful thing that we need to give ourselves credit for and not dismiss because we feel like it's missing at the moment. Maybe it's not missing. It's just new. It, does that make sense? Like it's not missing. Like there's not a hole there. Someone didn't cut and take something out. You just step to a new canvas and you will put something there. So that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for listening. And um, thank you so much for sticking with me through my uh, eight weeks off. Definitely make sure that you join the Patreon to support our show. It's patreon.com slash the lovely Aaliyah. And also like I've been like doing these insane card readings lately. Um, not because I wasn't doing them insane before, but like, I, I don't know what's happened. I feel like I did get a leveling up of energy as far as the channelings go. And the card readings have been kind of insane, even to me. So if you would like a card reading, um, I drop dates every Thursday and Sunday. Um, we don't book that far out anymore because people were having to wait a really long time for the reading. And I just want people to be able to book it and see me within a few weeks if they can. So definitely keep, if you're, if you're trying to book a reading and you say, see that it's all booked out, keep checking because we'll release dates every Thursday and Sunday. So, um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for your love and support as always like connect with me on Instagram. Um, I, I'm not answering questions on there, but if you want to have your questions specifically answered, go on Patreon. I'm answering questions over there. Um, what else? Oh, so my partner, David Jones, uh, does tarot readings and he has, he's been into tarot for like years, um, which is why we get along so well, but I don't touch tarot. So he's also giving distance readings. Um, for those of you guys who had distance readings with me before, I'm not offering those anymore, uh, but he is. So if you would like that, okay, just go on my website and I will have a link somewhere there <laughs> on the booking page. So you can check that out as well. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you in the next one. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Aaliyah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you.